In this episode of What the Prophets Say, I'm joined once again by the joy and delight that is Sam Robertson and Louise Reed, and we are wrestling, my friends, with some of the issues that the prophetic movement faces, this time our peculiar fascination with demonic manifestations, where people get stuck in manifestations, and our wrong fascinations with personal prophetic words. This is a hot topic right now, live in the body of Christ. Join us for this episode of What the Prophets Say. Hello, beautiful, gloriously intelligent and wonderful loyal listeners who ooze stamina in continually listening to What the Prophets Say podcast. We love you guys. Glad that you're here for another rip-roaring adventure with us. I am joined by Sam Robertson and Louise Reed. We are on a roll, my we friends. <laughs> and we are recording a set of these episodes in a row as we look at the issues that the prophetic movement is facing. So we're having a lot of fun. I hope you are too. There is strength and there is honesty, but there's a lot of hilarity. We have just been talking about our education and our schooling. So um, Louise is just, I don't know whether you want to tell us all and, and let our loyal listeners enjoy. I went to a school where I was taught how to ballroom dance. But to be fair, I've never used it. Oh, I mean, that's a shame. No, I know. I've. I think I can Kaylee dance. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much ballroom though, is but it? not really ballroom. Yeah. yeah, we were taught how to waltz and, and things like that, but it was an all girls school. Yeah, wow. see, I went to an all girls school. As yeah, well. did you go to an all girls school? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 And at your all girls school, what did they teach you? Oh, not very much actually. <laughs> They taught us how to be young ladies. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I missed out on that bit. But I have to say, I had six years of absolute joy and delight. Other people nearly lost their lives there. They what? Didn't, oh. didn't like it at all. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I loved it. Really it was it was the greatest six years of my life. The yeah. sun shone every day. There was swimming and tennis and hockey and oh, all sorts. Did, of, I did a lot of tennis all and hockey. Sorts yeah. and whatever. But I didn't do a whole lot of work, though. I have to say. Oh. <laughs> I scraped by the whole time with on as little as possible. But um, it was a lot of fun. Sorry, can we just yeah, ask yeah, the yeah. question? Because Sam and I need some... You just said just literally a minute before we went press the button to go live here that your head teacher... There was a headmistress. Yeah, a whole headmistress. Taught you about personal hygiene. About well, personal hygiene and how to her, wash. Her belief was that you could wash um, from the egg contained... From the water <laughs> contained in an egg cup. I didn't. I, she never specified the size of the egg cup or well, what egg it was. I am not sure how to hold my face. I don't. In response I don't really that. know either. But she was an extraordinary woman. And I was. Did, could that. you do it? Was it successful? You could I, wash out an egg cup. I think that she she showed the borders rather than the day pupils because we were already washed when we arrived. Oh. Um, but yes, that was it. That was so a people thing. washed out an egg cup. Amazing. Anyway, the things you learn in Irish yeah, yeah, boarding yeah. school. It was quite. It was quite old fashioned. Yeah. Um, But it was a lot of fun. Washing an egg cup. Oh no! And the food was terrible. Oh right! Mm. I we had wheat and bread, Irish homemade wheat and bread. Really? That's good. Yeah, that our school produced for us every day. It was utterly amazing. Yeah, there's nothing like Irish wheat and bread. It's true. I will cook. I actually. Do you know what? North or south? I'm in my late forties, and that we're now talking what. Um, 30, 30 plus years ago, and I still use that recipe to this oh. day from our from the school kitchens. Really? It go. was so good. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
You need to come to my house for. I don't think bread. I've ever had it. Have I never cooked you wheat and bread? Irish wheat I'm and bread. To, I'm trying to think. It's what would green. you normally provide? Okay, then, no. It's what? It has a green tinge to it. Right. I think it must be the wheat germ in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't get that in Glasgow. Yeah. Well, no. I grew up with that. My mother made bread every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's Amazing. a very Irish thing. On an open fire? Uh, no, not quite. Oh. <laughs> Open fire. Yeah, but when I used to go to After cottage, she'd milked the cow in the <laughs> garden. It's such, yeah. it's such an Irish stereotype, isn't it? Oh, yeah. well, we did used to cook bread on seriously we you know the black I've forgotten the black the names of the black trays that you swung over the fire that you put the soda bread on. You swung oh over. Emma. We we did. You're not that old. No, but I think maybe it was just playing the more traditional oh, okay. game. Okay, okay, right, okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. It wasn't no, we just cooked ours no, in the oven. No, we did have an, an oven. oven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It wasn't the only it method wasn't the, of cooking. The dark ages yeah. in Ireland, but yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but my father used to go and buy like a half stack of peat off the Irish bog. Oh right, yeah. Stack it in the garage, and we would. Yeah. The smell just takes me to that giant yeah, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And dry it out. And yeah, then dry out the peat. It never really burnt that hot, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Would you like to share your... <laughs> My education experience. Yeah. <laughs> Just pure public school in the south of Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> we probably don't want to discuss the type of school I went to. We'll leave it there. <laughs> was it rough? It was very, very, very rough. Really? Yes. We yeah, turned really out okay, rough. didn't you? Yes. Yes, but it was very rough. Really? <laughs> yes. The, we, we didn't have freshly cooked bread. Sweetened <laughs> bread, yeah. Definitely not. We had none of that. <laughs> and I think with the people that came to our school, they just taught them to wash before they came, not out of, a, not out not of an, an egg, egg cup. cup. Yes. Oh, that is dear, the most hilarious dear. thing I've heard. Right, okay. okay on to, on to, on to, on to the next issue that we want to deal matters. with on the worldwide prophetic communities. <laughs> have we just spent six minutes talking we about weird education? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, yes, we are, we are working through a list and it's taking us slightly longer, but I think we are we'll get chewing, chewing well on the meaty issues of the day. Now... Here's the next thing I want to raise in this series of looking at the need for the purity of the prophetic movement uh -huh. and the safeguarding issues of making sure we catch things before we fall off the road of purity into the pits of... And now I can't think of an analogy. The pits of impurity. That sounds okay. much more unpleasant than I meant it to sound. <laughs> Don't fall into a pit of impurity, prophets. No, the trap of impurity. Yes, the trap. Yeah, the How snare. Mm. Snare. The foiler snare. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Okay, seriously. Um, I think there is a very healthy rise that we've long prophesied, yes. but now we are in it of the... Of a deliverance movement. Yeah, yes. come on. And of course, I just recorded this demon busting e-course in as part of that, as God mm -hmm. started to talk to a number of us of the centrality of freedom and the centrality of liberation. And even for Romans 8, where it talks about the, the glory of God bringing freedom, mm -hmm. that if we're moving from one degree of glory to another, yeah. that we should be expecting to More be freedom. in greater degrees of freedom yeah. just by the, the virtue of the glory turning up. Mm -hmm. But woven into that, the sense of very proactive deliverance ministry mm -hmm. and of loving each other well enough mm -hmm. to not be ashamed of the fact that there are occasionally indwelling or oppressing yes. spirits. Yes. But that it's just a normal part of can I get you free? Can I love you well enough to get you free? And actually, deliverance ministry is one of our greatest joys yeah, as an organization here in Glasgow. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's an essential element of the kingdom of God 
eras foundational to the kingdom of God. And when you get free, you know, if I cast out uh, devils by the finger of God, the kingdom of God has, has come, come, come upon you. Yeah. And that sense of if we're so in this era of discussing the kingdom, of advancing the kingdom, we should be expecting a rise of liberation and deliverance yeah. and do you know what it has been so much fun even to watch it just by the hand of god break out spontaneously in services yes. yeah. look it's not just all oh, we put on a deliverance event though we do that or yeah. we're going to pray for deliverance people are just getting free delivered in spontaneous mm -hmm. outbursts mm -hmm. in yeah. services and gatherings and moments yeah. and it's just a joy to see what god is doing in that area on the earth yeah i i actually am really excited about this mm -hmm. um just the fact that deliverance is back and I've even seen my own change in my attitude yeah. mm -hmm. which would have been a little bit kind of be very careful yep. yeah don't yeah uh, now I'm like let me get in there because I want that person free mm -hmm. and I'm far more um I think confident actually yeah. about yes. it than I have ever been That's good. um and I'm I'm excited about my own confidence it's great it's, there's it? quite a shift and what I notice certainly in our community and culture here is that nobody is really feeling like oh no I've yeah. got an issue yeah it's become something that we're all so excited that the possibility of freedom, yeah. it tastes so good to us as a community <sighs> that everybody's like... I've got a demon, get it out of me. Yeah, yeah. How free can because I get? Yeah. That's the point. It's it's yeah. not so much about the deliverance. Totally. It's about the freedom. Absolutely. The liberation yes. and where we're going. And I'll tell you, the journey of deliverance and healing is so worth it. Messy and all as it might be yes. going through it. What the reward is, is beyond words. So I think the issue is not that deliverance is back on the table because there is this glory that we're talking about that give it, God is giving back to his people. But here is the pitfalls. Yeah. And it it's around wrong fascinations. And I would want to, to lump a couple of things together here. Fascinations with, I need a personal prophetic word. Mm -hmm. And fascinations with, deliverance manifestations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the sense that people can come every week fascinated with getting their own word or actually stuck in demonic manifestations rather than walking into freedom. Now, I think the issue for both of those things because I would want to collide them together is the self-absorption yeah. or the self-focus that says minister to me prophesy over me, get me free, fix me, fix me, slight leaning into victim mindset yeah. that we have seen in the realm of I want a prophetic yeah. word, a personal word endlessly, and I won't let you go till you minister to me, rather than actually taking the blessing of corporate revelation that's exactly. been in the room that is as equally powerful but the distilling it down to I want something personal to happen to me I want to be seen sometimes I want to be the center of the tension but a, a fascination with yourself and your own needs where actually a demon has gone but you are stuck in re-manifesting it by your own human emotions and spirit so that you get somebody ministering and giving you attention in the same way we saw a desire for personal prophetic ministry. And I think we are in danger of repeating the error of a right. fascination yes. with personal words and creating an error of being stuck in deliverance. And you and I, Louise, because obviously you're a deeper healing specialist and 
I love all that word, uh, world. And you and I have had those conversations where actually what the person needs is not more deliverance ministry. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's the, the, the duragur. It's the thing of the moment. So they want that more and they want to be seen in that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's perpetual motion. We have got to be careful that where there were excesses, for instance, with people wanting personal words, maybe one of the errors was that we weren't pointing them enough into their relationship with Jesus and their sight and smell and sound of Jesus. Him. Rather, they, we, they got too connected to the answer is the prophet or the prophetic person giving me a word. And, and, and with deliverance, uh, now being so much more uh, center stage, yeah. I would love to see um, that this journey mm -hmm. into freedom doesn't become self-medication yeah. like another, the perpetual motion of another word, another word, well, mm -hmm. another deliverance session, another deliverance session, another healing session, mm -hmm. rather us actually having our eyes fixed mm -hmm. on the healer and the deliverer yeah. And that being the focus, and then the byproduct is the healing and the deliverance. Yes. But they get him, Jesus himself, God himself, rather than just mm. the product, which is the deliverance really and the healing or yeah. the prophetic word. And I think we've got to push in this because that yes. is maturity. Yes, yes. Yeah, and to talk kind of more about the, the personal prophetic words for a moment, mm -hmm. I, I have watched a really peculiar idea about personal prophetic words, even uh, in conversations over the last couple of months, where I've heard people say, you know, if someone gets like call outs, mm -hmm. let's take a call out for an example. Mm -hmm. If you're in a room and someone gets a call yeah. out and a prophetic word gets mm -hmm. given to them, if you like it, take it for yourself oh, as well. it's just... And I'm like, in no. what world is that right? Yeah. That, that, that is a person... But this... I need a word, I need a word fascination where people are even stealing revelation that is, that is personal to someone else and applying mm -hmm. it for themselves because they almost don't know how to live in relationship. I do think as well, this, this mm -hmm. desire for prophetic words is because the quality of prophetic words is so skewed. It's all about bless you. It's all yeah. about breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but a true prophet prophetic word, I don't want, I don't want one of them every day no. that disrupts Mm. The, the need for the weighing, the need for the yeah. action on the back of a really good, solid prophetic yes. word is massive. And there are some words that I have had and I've thought, God, that word is so right and it's so revolutionary. Mm -hmm. I actually don't want another prophetic word for quite some months because I don't want to miss what you've got in that moment. Yep. And for me, that is a that is a personal dialogue mm -hmm. with God. Actually, I don't want another prophetic word mm -hmm. right now, not because I'm resistant, but because I mm -hmm. want to value what you said in that, in that previous one. Yeah. And our, our sense of quick fixes, even in our giving of prophetic words, mm -hmm. then also perpetuates the culture of, I need another word to survive. Yeah. I actually think in both these situations of deliverance and personal prophetic words, I've laid hands on people because you have lineups yeah. and you've lots of people standing in front of you and, and you lay hand. you can always find something that God is saying to Absolutely. them and you you want to be a source of blessing and release um uh, of them mm. into their their full potential but I've laid hands on on some people and I thought God you're actually you can you can say God loves you and, and just a, 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 a polite encouragement but I've often thought um God you're not speaking mm. and it's not because you you have something against them but there is a sense that 
they've just not stewarded the last the last word. Words. And so I've actually prophesied and said, God, you've got to have to give me something because they've come expecting and it's why I'm here. It's why I've been invited. And they'll say to me, this actually happens quite frequently. I, I had that word almost oh. identically. Oh, yeah, I, and then you know they that, they haven't stewarded it. Or they need to hear it yeah. again. Or they hear again. Or but even they, yeah. even worse, I've had people say to me, You prophesied, prophesied that, that word oh. when you were last here and you've not been here for four or five years. And the, but they say that as oh, it's a confirmation. I've had that same word again. Almost like it's a good thing. Like what? Yeah. Why? What did you do with it the last <laughs> Why time? Why do you need to be told it again? Is that something mm. that should not shake us in our totally. in our shoes? Yeah. That we, we're getting the same and word. This isn't just over people. This is also over places. And, and yeah. Emma, just referencing, uh, you prophesied uh, with us last year um, in Ireland. Oh, the Irish for the, Council of prophets. for yeah. for mm-hmm. for the island of Ireland. And when you came back this year. Um, you had completely different material. Yes. And I said to you, that's really interesting. And yeah. your comment to me was, gosh, you must have stewarded stewarded uh, what I gave you last yeah. year really mm. well. And actually, we were fairly meticulous yeah. with yeah. what you gave us uh, in terms of how, how yes. what to do with it, because there were big words for, for Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. And so... Uh, Really, we want to be having fresh revelation, and it's a bad thing when you're saying yeah. the same thing again over somebody or a place. Yeah. It it really says a lot, yes, and it shows that it shows the immaturity in the body. But it's the fascination, I think, with prophesy over me, make me feel good, give me a word, with no sense of stewarding of responsibility. Res- exactly. And I think that really is the issue. Now, the deliverance thing, let's apply the same concepts because I think we're there. I've laid hands on people, and they're doing a demonic manifest and I'm thinking I can't feel what that demon is and sometimes like um like so I can put my hands on my children and I'm aware of the imprint of things that have been around them and I clean them off and what I mean by that is I can tell if they've seen something that they shouldn't or I can feel the pressure of something unholy in their school environment that wants to, you know, attach to them. them. Or I can tell if there's been like like too much gaming or, uh, you know, Xbox, whatever it happens to be, just by touch. And so because we have that gift as as prophets, we have that gift of discernment and we can can test and weigh the spirits that are around. And sometimes, so we were fairly used to that that's a fairly common thing that actually I can put my hand in somebody and and feel and, yeah. feel and you can feel oh that's a sexual perversion or that's a spirit of de- well actually a spirit of death is very visible for me a spirit of death you can see in the color of the skin and it doesn't matter which race you are which yeah, you ethnic group you are yeah. you can still see death it is a very certain sort of hue in terms uh, of skin discoloration from your standard normal there's a gradeness yeah. To people and um, actually, in training one of the the staff team who was travelling with me recently, she said to me, "Oh, look at that person! I recognise that colour is a death colour uh-huh. in a completely different environment." I think you were in the room there mm. too, and she's saying to me, "And that's a good. I was a good learn to be able to immediately say that's what death looks like on somebody." And you're really learning the discerning of the Absolutely. of spirits. But anyway, I have laid hands on people. And I thought, I can't, 
identify this. I don't know what this, and yet you are demonically manifesting or per- you perceive yeah, yes. you look yes. like. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm thinking, I don't think this is. Yeah. I think this is your human pain. Yeah, yeah. Or I think this is your sense habit. habit. Yeah. Or I think this is you. You want, you want to be free, but you don't realize that your freedom is not in what I can produce in a moment for you. Like oh, your yes. your liberation does not come in what I can prophesy yeah. over you in a, in, a, in a moment. As much as I honor personal words and we do them in, in deliverance, but actually, what you're looking for is not finding me, Emma Stark, that moment as your minister. What you're looking for is only find in your personal relationship with Jesus yeah. Christ. And you can make up, and it's not even as ugly as making up a manifestation. It's almost an, an unconscious yeah. response of, I'm going to stand in front of you for my word, or I'm going to stand in front of you and manifest. And we've got to be savvy as ministers of prophecy and deliverance to be able to say to, to people, you don't need to do that. Yeah. That's not yeah. what's required of you right now. Yeah. yeah. And to yeah. know when to withhold prophecy as well or when that's not the medicine. And yeah. I do think that question, you have to you have to be able to ask as a minister, so not just someone who's receiving, because I know our listeners, you love to minister as we do, and you will be giving ministry. Mm-hmm. You've got yeah. to be able to, in the moment, discern the medicine. Yeah. What does that person, does need? person need? And not everybody needs a prophetic word all of the time. Yes. And there are times where I have felt like God has said that today the medicine is not a prophetic word for that person. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need that. And mm. actually, the medicine is not ministry, quote unquote. Mm. You need to have a conversation of some principles and actions and wisdom that will actually help them in their selves get to a place of freedom rather than yeah. you always doing it for them. And I think we mm. love ministry. We love casting out of demons uh, of other people. We love prophecy. Mm-hmm. But in that, we also want to instill in a person personal responsibility for their own journey and their own freedom and when they attach freedom Mm -hmm. to a minister and when they attach a sense of having a revelation Mm -hmm. about their future to a minister and we empower that without Mm -hmm. instilling personal responsibility we actually create immaturity and we create a sense of a a wrong dependency on a moment rather than no you can actually live a life of freedom yourself and, uh, mm-hmm. and you can hear God for yourself as well. Uh, and actually, do you know what? Personally, I don't know about you, but when someone has a real good sense of personal responsibility and maturity in hearing God for themselves, when they stand in front of you, they are the people that get the life-changing, remarkable prophetic words because they yes. are so in the place of relationship and hearing God that God just mm-hmm. comes in and goes, boom, here's what I want to say. Yep. Here's what I want to give. And they are the mind-blowing prophetic words yeah, yeah. because the basic foundations are, are laid mm-hmm. and stewarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think as well, um, going into minister, we mustn't just have the assumption mm-hmm of what something looks yeah. like or sounds like. Mm-hmm. No matter how mature we are, we still need to be saying, Spirit of God, mm-hmm. is that pain? Yeah. Where is that? Is that trauma that's speaking? Is that a demonic manifestation? Or what actually is going on here? And I mean, I know with with uh, with practice, it's a lot more. It just, it's there. The discernment is there. Yeah. But we always, I mean, how many mistakes have been made simply yeah. because people don't inquire of True. the Lord? Yeah. And we True. must inquire of the Lord just to, and not make assumptions. Yeah. And the other thing is, he's always doing new things. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at how yeah. can we take deliverance and healing um, 
and uh, even away from the just simply the one-to-ones uh, uh, in a very intimate yeah. setting into the mass deliverance, yeah. the mass healing, where prophetic words, where instead of in a, mm-hmm. a, a, a big group, it's one person from the front and calling out people, mm-hmm. but it, people are able to minister one to another in, in a setting. In We're looking mm-hmm. to see actually what the Spirit of God is doing because it's going to be the greater things. And what yeah. is the greater thing in all of this? It's very exciting. It is. And, and wonderful that the fear seems to be uh, have come off particularly, less so the prophetic, mm-hmm. but um, particularly with deliverance, that this is now becoming mainstream. We expect deliverance to be happening. It's cleaner. Mm-hmm. I might even say it's quieter, although not necessarily, but mm-hmm. it should be cleaner, better discerned, better sorted, and no shame. Yeah. No no shame is, I think, the, the fascinating shift for me. Yeah. And actually... The number of meetings that, that we do, a church environment, you know, family gatherings, uh, even in my house, where you are asking God to set people free and the, the anointing for corporate freedom. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we use the word mass, mass deliverance, deliverance. Yeah. but corporate the anointing freedom. for corporate freedom in the anointing, same way a corporate revelation yeah. or corporate yes. ascension in the spirit yeah. in worship, but God giving some us something mm. together yeah. I know. Uh, that we're, we're journeying it together Brilliant. is is very much a part of it. So therefore, God is giving us a togetherness in our freedom and a togetherness in our revelation in that a word actually is being brought to the platform that's, that's, that is applicable to to all of us in that sense of corporate revelation, corporate freedom. It has a personal impact, but much more it's that shared yeah. space yes. rather than you must minister yeah. to me and you must give me a word. Yeah. And the and the beauty, the absolute beauty yeah. of, oh, did you get free of death? I got free of death. Yeah. And we're I all know, doing it exactly. together. Journey together. together. How are the you applying together. that word? Yeah. How am I applying oh, that so word? Much. You yeah. know, yeah, just so the, the, the movement yeah. of togetherness yes. In the body of Christ, totally. um, uh, it, it is a beautiful, it's, beautiful yeah, thing rather than the fascination with my personal ministry, my personal deliverance, my personal word, which I do think we are now being asked to grow out Absolutely. of. We actually need deliverance from that. In yes. itself, self fascination, yeah. self absorption yeah, 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 yeah. about my word, my yeah. deliverance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, rather than our revelation, yeah. our, journey. Yeah. our freedom, and our journey Correct. as the people of God. Because most things in Scripture are corporate. Yes, yes, yes. Really and I, are, I think so. there's greater accountability. Oh, it's much better fun. You when know, it's all together. It is. Mu- yes, 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 yes. Right. So we used to offer lots of personal deliverance ministry appointments, which actually you, we did cut our teeth on. The That's where we, it's totally where we learned. Where we learned. But it's really not that day anymore. No. no. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, so thank you. Harvest. It is the harvest. It's mass. It's mass. It's corporate. So thank you for joining us for this episode of What the Prophets Say as we've dived into another. Have we got to number three or four in our list? Yeah. Of Achilles heels and things that we need to be watchful of within the prophetic movement. We love having your company yes. and we will join you or you will join us. Well, mm. both will join together for Ooh. another episode of What the Prophets Say. See you soon, friends. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark. If you would like to go deeper with us, you would be very welcome to join our network, the Global Prophetic Alliance. You can find that at propheticscots.com, where we have a comprehensive training program to lead you into deeper realms of the Spirit of God and encounter. If you feel a call and a pull to deliverance ministry, you can download my latest e-course, which is a comprehensive overview of getting people free from demonic oppression. You'll find that at demonbusting.com. Join us on these different platforms for more interaction with Emma Stark, Sam Robertson and the GPA team.